This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Terrio Media. Broadcasting from Terrio Studios in Glendale, California, it's time for Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. And welcome to the Epic Real Estate Investing Podcast. This is the show where I show people how to escape the rat race using real estate. And to make this happen for you, the first step is just shifting your focus. Just shift your focus from making piles of money to creating streams of money. That's that's where it begins. And you only have to do that once. And then you just have to embrace that shift. And your escape from the rat race is going to be at least 10 times faster than those that choose the alternate path. And and let me clarify, I just want to make sure that this isn't getting misinterpreted. This is not get rich quick. That's not what we're promoting here. If that's what you're looking for, you're in the wrong place. But it is get rich quicker, and it's getting rich permanently. And to get started down that path, or restarted, if you will, uh, I've created a free course just for you. Go to freerealestateinvestingcourse.com, freerealestateinvestingcourse.com, and uh, you'll get a crash course there on how to find deals, and you get the two quickest and easiest strategies to a paycheck in real estate. And then just stay tuned here each and every week, and I'll show you how to put that paycheck to work for you in a way that it works harder for you than you did for it. All righty? Important dates. If you'd like to join us for uh, more fun than business, we've got a a special outing in Napa Valley. The team and I, a group of like-minded real estate investors as well, um, a group just like yourself. We're headed to Napa Valley October 13th through the 15th. Limited seating is available. Um, you can go to drinkandgrowrich.us for all the details. And if you've been thinking about this, please go do that right away. It is the high season and it's going to be uh, busy. And what we're finding, a lot of the hotels are taken and they are actually charging top dollar for that too, just warning you. But uh, if you've never been to the uh, Napa Valley in the fall, boy, you are in for a big treat. And if you like wine, you're in for a bigger treat because that's what it's all about. It's just outdoors and it's, God, it's been so hot this summer. Really looking forward to some fall weather where I can wear that sweatshirt and shorts. I like that weather. We got that good combination. So go to drinkandgrowrich.us.us. Alrighty, and then uh, November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, and the 5th is optional, uh, but it will be the last chance to catch the epic intensive weapons of mass production where for the last time we'll be covering how to get the highly potent and powerful tools and methods every real estate investor can use to find more motivated sellers, buyers, and private lenders in as little as 60 seconds. I mean, even if you think you've heard all before, I'm going to show you how to generate some leads right there on the spot in the event. Alrighty, and not just not just names and addresses, but real leads that have real interest in what you do and what you can do for them. 
And as soon as you register, you get instant access to epic fast formula to $10,000 in 30 days or less. And this is all taking place on November 2nd through the 4th in Birmingham, Alabama. And the reason the 5th is optional is we're going to be touring probably what I think is one of the greater cash flowing markets in the country because you've got a really nice combination there of appreciation and cash flow. And we're gonna to tour that area and properties in that area with our Birmingham partner. You're gonna see before, during, and after cash flowing properties in their rehab states. And then, and uh, again, the reg registration is now open and all you have to do is go to epicintensive.com. And for the first 25 people that register, you will be admitted in for free and the price will rise the closer that we get to capacity. Uh, most, if not all, of those free seats are already gone. They could be gone by the time this airs. So you wanna go quickly, um, but still, even at full price, it's gonna be a great deal, and it's 100% money back guaranteed. So you can't lose, alrighty? So got a good show for you today, a show on lead generation. As we've talked the last several weeks, I don't know, maybe six to eight weeks or so, on how to convert leads to contracts, so let's shift the conversation a little bit. Let's talk about a method of actually generating leads, a method of automating lead generation so you can use what you've learned here over the last six weeks or so. Uh, I found that this method is frequently discussed, but I also find it's rarely understood, or not understood completely. So I brought on one of my strategic partners to explain pay-per-click advertising. You might have heard it referenced as PPC, pay-per-click advertising. In fact, our guest uh, runs my PPC campaign, so. I thought, uh, what better person to have on and share with you what it's all about and clear up any misconceptions and answer any questions. And if it makes sense for you, um, how to put it into practice for yourself, into your business. All right. So without further ado, from Lightmark Media, Mr. Scott Corbett. Scott, welcome to Epic Real Estate Investing. Thank you, Matt. Great to, great to be here. It's a privilege. Yeah, no, we've been talking about this for a long time, and I'm glad we finally coordinated our schedules and got you here. I know you're a busy guy. Um, let's get started with uh, what is PPC? What is pay-per-click? Uh, let's just, for some people, they might, I, I, when I say PPC, people, every once in a while, someone will say, what is PPC? So let's just kind of start with the basics, and then we'll work our way up to uh, where it is and where it can be in our listeners' lives. So what is PPC, and what's the basic principle of how it works? All right, so so let's let's just paint the scene here. Okay. So you inherit a house, or you got a sudden job transfer and you've got to move, or you need to sell your house for whatever reason, and it you know it maybe maybe it needs too much work to sell it on the retail market. So what are you going to do? So in situations like that. The way most people today go to solve their problems or get information is they sit down at the computer and they go to Google. And so you sit down, you type in something like, um, um, sell my house as is, right? Or, you know, and then there are a million versions of phrases like that. But right. some phrase that basically says, I've got a house and I need to sell it. And, you know, it's, and, and then, you know, it's, it's, Usually a situation that reflects someone's awareness that they can't just go to a, a real estate agent and sell it the usual way. So anyway, whatever that phrase is, they sit down and then the search results page comes up and there are three kinds of results that you can see on these pages. Sometimes two, sometimes three. I'll explain what I mean. Um, but in either scenario, at the very top, you're going to see three to four ads for Companies like yours, Matt, right? So, um, and those and those ads basically are 
what we're talking about with PPC. It's that first, it's that top section of a search results page where people, where advertisers, where a company like yours, Matt, are paying to be there, right? Mm-hmm. Or they're actually not paying yet, but they're paying for, um, they're, they're, they're in the system and they're willing to pay if somebody clicks the ad. And just to be really clear on, on the rest of the page, the other one to two sections of that page that you might see, one optional section would be an, uh, like a map, a map listing. Mm-hmm. Some of these searches trigger map results. Um, most of them don't. And then down below, you'll get the regular so-called organic listings, which is, um, you know, you've got to basically do some good SEO to show up for those. But the in, in all cases, the way to guarantee that you're going to be on that page is to is to pay to play, right? Mm-hmm. The organic listings and the map listings, that's basically up to Google's own arcane formulas for mm-hmm. who gets to be there and who isn't. Mm-hmm. But the way you can guarantee a seat at the table is to actually show up and be willing to pay. All right, so if you're willing to pay, then you have to get set up in their backend system. It's called AdWords. And um, Bing, by the way, has a, has a similar system. And you essentially, you know, the, the, the short version is you pick out the keywords you want to you wanna bid on, the keywords where someone types in versions of them you want your ad to show. Mm-hmm. Then you have to write ads. Then you have to have a place to go when they click the ad, your mm-hmm. website or a special landing page. And, uh, and then you have to set a bid for what you're willing to pay for that click. So okay. that's, that's the basics. Okay. So... All right, so uh, someone comes in and says, "Hey, I need to. S- I'd like to sell my house fast, or how do I sell my house fast?" Yeah. And that could be one of the keywords. And yeah. that ad comes up, and the fact that it's called pay per click, you don't have to pay unless the person actually clicks on your ad. Correct? That's right. Okay. Yeah. So you click there, and then that takes them to. You could link that to your own web page. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And so then, uh, and, and then that's like the second half of, of making this whole process works. And, um, by the way, I just want to say this is not, this isn't cheap, right? So, mm-hmm. um, it, it's expensive and getting more expensive practically every quarter. Like most of those keywords that are pretty likely to have a motivated seller behind them. Most of those keywords now, every single click is gonna cost you probably around $20 or more. Okay. And so, you know, this is, you gotta, you gotta be ready for that click when it happens. And by being ready, I mean, the place where they end up needs to be strong. It needs to, you know, be congruent with what the ad said, what you're promising. You um, just as a side tip, Matt, if I may, um, uh-huh. we you know we run like about uh, at this point about four million dollars a year in motivated seller uh, advertising of this of this type, and we've tried lots of different kinds of landing pages. We've driven traffic to you know someone's you know regular website. Um, I, I can just tell you what we found is that. It's a bad idea to send this traffic, which is expensive, mm-hmm. to a regular website uh, because there are too many options. You know, like up in the top navigation, when you've got you know contact and about and maybe a link to your blog and 
Um, you know, just if it's a regular website, there, there are going to be a lot of options in the navigation and probably some, some options on the page itself. And there are really only three things you ought to let people do when they, after they click through your PPC ad. Uh -huh. So when they hit that page, we, we use dedicated PPC landing pages, by the way. I mean, that's, that's, that's our solution. So what is that? What is that de dedicated? So it's a landing page that only yeah filters yeah. ppc traffic it only takes ppc traffic exactly. we don't even let google index these pages so they okay. um that you can't get to it any way other than clicking that ppc ad and it's for a couple of reasons one because if if you're having multiple sources of traffic like social media traffic and organic google traffic and paid traffic going to the same place it's a lot harder to figure out your marketing roi by you know, by traffic type. Got it. And so we like to just isolate PPC in its own ecosystem so that you know exactly what your ROI is at the end of the day. You know what leads were PPC leads. You know how many of those went under contract, what you made. Uh, it just keeps it all separate. Mm -hmm. But it's also the case along the lines of it being a bad idea to send PPC traffic to your website is that you're, you're more likely to get somebody to do one of the two things you want to happen, which is to either pick up the phone and call you, mm -hmm. fill out a web form. You're much more likely, if there's not a lot of distraction on that place where they land, mm -hmm. right? So really, when somebody hits that page, they should only have three options, which is to do one of those two good things, which is you know call or fill out a web form, uh -huh. or to hit the back button, or to close the browser. There should be no other no other options. And so um, we just found if you if you do that, it, the net effect of it is mm -hmm. should get more phone calls and more web forms. If it's a if it's a landing page that kind of boxes them in that way. Right, right. Um, I kind of remember. Uh, it, it's making me think of something back. I don't know. This was probably what fifteen years ago, eighteen years ago, when I was in the a multi-level marketing company and the whole strategy was to invite people to your event and they said the more questions you answered when that, that they asked after you extended that invitation the less likely they were going to show up <laughs> <laughs> so i'm thinking right. of, of this landing page like you, you don't want to give them any other options and to get their questions answered you want them to actually show up and that would be in the form of a phone call or a web form same psychology it sounds like yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, the um, you you have to say a little bit just so they know they're in the right place, right? And that you're you're the kind of company that can help them. Mm -hmm. And you want to, you know, you want to as much as you can let them know that you're trustworthy. Mm -hmm. If you've got something like a Better Business Bureau logo, you can put up there. If you can put a testimonial up there from a previous seller or something, that's really good. But yeah, you you really just want to satisfy them that okay, these people are the kind of people I need to talk to. They seem legit, mm -hmm. and now the way I, what I've got to do next to really find out if they can help me is to contact. Got it. Okay, so that's the basic structure. That that is the basic structure. I mean, it's um, you know, it's it's search marketing. So people go to their computer to solve a problem or gather information and. You are just trying to show up and meet them there in that moment mm -hmm. when they're when they're doing that. And if you can meet them there with the 
you know, with a solution to their problem, mm-hmm. then, you know, that's a pretty good place to be. And mm-hmm. I, can, I, can I just talk about one difference between PPC and direct mail, Matt? Uh, sure, absolutely. Okay. So um, I'm sure a lot of your listeners understand direct mail marketing, um, which is super effective when it's done right. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're, you're sending out a, you know, postcards or yellow letters or, or whatever based on certain criteria to people in a certain area. And, um, and you know, you gotta, just, to, just to make this really clear by contrast, imagine the difference between somebody who, you know, maybe it's an elderly person, they're sitting on a home that's fully paid for, or maybe they're, you know, starting to think about moving into uh, an assisted living facility or something, and, but, but they're not really serious about it yet, it's just kind of something they think about occasionally. Mm-hmm. And they get your direct mail letter, and they go, oh, okay, well, so Matt, Matt says he can buy my house for cash and I don't have to fix it up. Oh, that's that's pretty interesting. So what they do next is basically going to depend on how serious they are about it in that moment, right? Mm-hmm. And there's no telling. I mean, they maybe, and this does happen, as you know, Matt. Some of them actually go, "Oh my gosh, this is perfect timing." You know, my. Um, that roofer just came by and gave me that crazy estimate on the roof after Hurricane Irma just blew through. Right. I don't want to fix that thing. I just want to be done with this house and, and you know, and go move in with my daughter in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And so that person, after they get that direct mail piece, I mean, they're they're probably going to call you, right? right. But nine point what is it? Nine point nine five times out of ten. What happens with direct mail? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Exactly. It's just a, it's a numbers game. Mm-hmm. So and it and it like I said it totally works as long as you understand it's a numbers game. But the contrasts that with pay per click. For pay per click, you're not the one reaching out to them. They're the one reaching out. Mm-hmm. They're the one taking action initially. They're sitting down. They're trying to solve their problem. And so in that sense, you know, just inherently, you're going to get a higher level of motivation. And I'll, I'll also say, and Matt, you know this, um, it also means you've got to be on your game if you get one of these leads that you've probably paid at least $100 in clicks for, if not, you know, in some of the markets we're in, it's, it's over $300 per lead, mm-hmm. you know. So apart from the money, you've got to really be on your game. Like you've got to answer the phone when it rings or you've got to call them right back. Mm-hmm. Or if web form lead, you've got to have either a sales guy, an acquisitions guy on your team, or you've got to be the one contacting them right away because you know how it is today. Like if you don't get an answer immediately, what do you do? You just go back to that Google page, right? Right. Or click the next thing down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So mm-hmm. it's kind of the two-edged sword of a, of a really motivated lead. Uh, on the good side, they're actually motivated. They're ready to talk to somebody. They mm-hmm. want to find out what their options are. But they're impatient, and they're not going to wait around for you. Mm-hmm. So if you don't step up and help them right away, they're just going to move on to the next person. Right. Okay, so what I'm, what I'm hearing is uh, as you're kind of drawing a distinction between pay-per-click and direct mail – um, the both both are very effective and both work. 
uh, but the pe- but the pay per click lead, you know, we've discovered it's it's a higher quality lead because they are seeking us out, and typically they are motivated. Um, also, that uh, they are impatient, so you need to be quick when you respond to them. It's not like a, a motivated seller lead or a direct mail lead where that you can, uh, I'll get back to them on my lunch break or something like that. And you need to be competent. These aren't these aren't leads that you want to practice on, so to speak, if you're just getting started. Is that is that pretty accurate? Um, yeah, I mean, I'd say that you need to be ready to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So um, it sounds like you know you, what you guys have been doing on this podcast is is probably the kind of thing people should have thought through. You know, how do you talk to these people? Um, how do you figure out what their pain points are? Right. What yeah. they're really looking to do. I mean, it's it's kind of standard sales stuff, but it's a particular situation when you got home sellers. But yeah, you, you need to be, you know, you need to. They either need to be coached by someone like you, Matt, or they just need to have the experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of how to talk to these people right. before they, before they start spending money on pay per click. Yeah, I agree with that. Perfect. So yeah, that's kind of a little bit was my <clears throat> my philosophy on covering converting the lead first before you spend the money on generating them. Uh, so we're talking about you said minimum probably twenty dollars a click or average twenty dollars a click. How much does someone need, uh, say, in a monthly budget for pay per click to be effective for them or to be worth the, the the effort or worth the cost? All right, so so I'll just go ahead and say that, that that's it's a tough question to answer. It depends. It, yeah, <laughs> I mean, because first of all, you know, real estate is local, and that's true in in pay per click as well. Mm-hmm. Um, even though pay per click in every single market we manage has gotten more expensive in the past year or two, that that rate of of increase is 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 a lot higher some places than others. I mean, I mean, like this probably won't surprise you, but San Diego leads are a lot more expensive than Tulsa, Oklahoma leads. You know, um, now are, is the value of a deal in San Diego greater than the value of a deal in Tulsa? Um, you know, even like on a wholesaling basis, yeah, yeah it, it, it is. You know, mm-hmm. but here's the thing: you've, you know. You you still got to be prepared to invest you know some amount of money for to to play in whatever market you're in. Mm-hmm. So here here are some guidelines. Um, I can't give, really give you an answer other than to say that um, we find that you've got to get a certain amount of data through the system before you can start to make anything better. And so by that, I mean, um, you know, a certain number of clicks, a certain number of conversions, which is basically a conversion just means either a web form or a phone call, you know, somebody Mm -hmm. actually showing up and saying, Hey, I want some information or I want help. And, uh, in general, if you're not willing to spend a thousand bucks a month on clicks, it's going to be tough to kind of get any information and have the system improve over time. Okay. But, but that said, um, a thousand bucks a month is not enough in San Diego, you know, because the clicks can actually be as high as $50 each there. Mm-hmm. And so it is market by market. Um, one thing to think about, you know, like just, just knowing the numbers of your business is important. 
as a starting point. So you pro like, let's just say you're a wholesaler. You, you probably know in your market what kind of wholesale commissions you can get. And, and maybe, maybe there's a range, you know, depending on what kind of house it is. Mm -hmm. Um, or if you're a rehabber, you know, you know, you have a pretty good idea of what your profit margins are on different kinds of houses for, for doing a full rehab, a fix and flip. So, you know, start at that point, like know, know where you want to end up. And then, and then from that back into like how good you are on the acquisition side. So do you typically need, I don't know, 20 leads to get something under contract? Do you need 15? Do you need 30? Mm -hmm. um, you know, my, my clients, by the way, on that little note, like, because I always get this question, how many leads do I need to get something under contract? Mm -hmm. There are a lot, of, there's, again, there's a range of answers that I hear, but it's, it's basically everything from like the upper teens, like, you know, 17, 18, 19 leads per contract, all the way up to like about 35. Mm -hmm. And I can't, I think it's a combination. The, that's a pretty big difference, right? That's one that's like twice as high as the other. I think it's a combination of the market mm -hmm. and what we've been talking about already today, which is like how good you are on the sales side, right? You know, how effective you are with making offers, talking to people, building rapport and things like that. Mm -hmm. But anyway, you know, if you know your numbers, I mean, you know, let's just say, you know, you can get like, I, Matt, do you mind if I ask you, like in your market, do you, do you wholesale deals? Yeah. Just the stuff we don't want to hold and we'll wholesale okay. that. Yeah. Like what's, what's an average wholesale commission in the market you buy? Uh, we're between eight and 12 probably for just okay. straight wholesale. Yeah. So, so maybe we could just say 10,000 average for a wholesale deal. Mm -hmm. So you'd probably be pretty happy if you could get that deal under contract for like, you know, 2000, maybe even $3,000 that still leaves some meat on the bone for you. Right. And, um, and of course, lower, the lower, the better. So, you know, whether it's direct mail, um, or it's PPC, you just gotta have an idea of what you're willing to spend to get something under contract and just break it down from there. Mm -hmm. Like if it's, if you're willing to spend $2,000 to get a house, under contract for PPC. Um, and let's just say generally based on your experience, you know, it's, um, you can close one out of every 15 or one out of every 20 leads. Let's say it's 20, you know, so that's going to take you a certain amount of leads to get it under contract. How much do those leads cost you? You know, you just got to figure out the math and all of this. And that's really going to give you an answer. Mm -hmm. Um, how much you have to spend to, right. you know, to get like, let's just say to, to get one, one deal a month, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So it's, okay. it's all math. No, yeah. that's totally, it's, it's no different than any other form of advertising that you would do. Um, yeah. I mean, the one cool thing about this, it's a little bit more, uh, the results and the measuring is a little bit more tangible and a little bit more like just, you can see it because of how AdWords reports. Yeah. Right. That, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know what you spend, mm -hmm. you, you know how many leads you get and you, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure most people understand they have to have some kind of, uh, internal tracking system, um, CRM or something where they can actually know, you know, like, 
Because, I mean, you don't you don't get all these leads in her contract in the first week, right? I, mean, I know you know that. Mm-hmm. So Right. So yeah. my question was um, – oh, it just left me. Oh, um, so there's a, there's a lot to this. I mean, this is essentially – a business in and all of itself. That's why why you do what you do. Um, and I remember, I don't know, maybe it was nine, ten years ago, I set out to, I don't know, I bought some little information product course on how to set up AdWords and, and went and set it all up myself and did it. And I just freaked out because I was just watching click after click after click and watching the money come out of my account. And nobody would, I wasn't getting any leads. I was just watching the clicks happen. Um, yeah. And then I've, I've thought about all the different things that Google has gone through with, you know, their SEO algorithms and stuff like that. And, and now I've seen how, like, there's no more ads on the side of, of the Google results. They're all at the top or the bottom. You know, what are some of the significant things that have changed for that you could share with people that think that they might have tried it once before, decided they didn't want to do it? Maybe they want to revisit it now or maybe they think they know it, but they just haven't done it recently. Or what are some of the big changes that like today than just say a year ago? Well, you know, so, oh my gosh, so many things have changed. That's what, um, that's kind of what I'm gathering. And that's why yeah. I asked. So if that's a big giant can of worms, then that's okay. But I just didn't, I was wondering if there was something like significant that, uh, you know, makes you can be like the deciding factor, the tipping point, whether you want to take this on yourself or whether you want to do it at all, um, yeah. you know, or whether you just want to hire someone to do it for you, because once you figure it out, it's definitely worth it. So, um, I, you know, I want to, I want to acknowledge that, um, I, you know, I've got a bias. <laughs> I, uh, I, I run a, in a marketing agency that does, um, that does a lot of PPC for real estate guys. So, you know, I, I, I mean, I hope everybody understands that, right. I'm, I'm oh, speaking totally. from, a, from a certain perspective here. Okay. Sure. But, but acknowledging that, I just want to tell you what I really think is mm-hmm. that, that this is something that it needs to be done either after a great amount of research and training if you're going to try to do it yourself or have someone on your team do it or or you just need to hire somebody to do it who spends their whose full-time job it is to keep up with this stuff because um i'll just give you a little example and and keep in mind i mean I'm a, I'm a professional shop, you know, I mean, we do this stuff all day long for lots of people. And so here's, here's something that, that just crept up on us, um, in August. Mm -hmm. And in fact, it's it's still going on to to some extent, but we've, we've, uh, we've, we've, you know, stomped it out for the most part. But so I don't want to kill people with a lot of technicalities on how Google AdWords works, but I'll just say this. You, for those keywords we talked about, those phrases that people type in, mm-hmm. you, you, can, you can bid on them in different ways. And there's this one way called broad match or modified broad match, which is basically it means that different versions of the thing you're bidding on, it'll, your, your ad will get shown for it. And so what was happening is that we use some of these broad match keywords in our campaigns because they actually get a lot of traffic. You know, you can't 
predict every single way somebody's going to phrase something, right? Can you give me an example? What's a broad match keyword? Um, yeah, so so uh, cash for house, you know, okay. and, and imagine all the different versions of that. So right. sell my house for cash. Um, companies, um, I can sell my house for cash too. I mean, there, there's just a million, you know, versions of it. Got it. And so, um, basically again, I'm, I'm really oversimplifying, but broad match means, you know, a phrase that includes the work, the, these, these main keywords in it, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't have to be exact. It's a broad match. Yeah. It doesn't have to be exact. They don't even have to be in a certain order. Um, but what we found starting in August where, you know, we, we've been doing this a long time. I mean, we, we monitor our keywords. We monitor one thing we do, uh, and anybody you ever hire for this, they ought to do this. On about a weekly basis, you ought to go in and actually see what people search for that got them to click your ad. And if you see some bad things in there, some things that aren't appropriate, like somebody actually typed in, um, uh, let's just say something about wanting to buy a house instead mm -hmm. of sell one, mm -hmm. um, then you need to start to create what's called a negative keyword list and put all those quote buy keywords on your negative keyword list. And when you put it on the negative keyword list, it basically tells Google, Hey, don't show my ad whenever these keywords are part of somebody's search. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's basically, a. uh, um, it's like black out my ads when somebody types any of these words. And we do that for all of our campaigns regularly. What we started seeing in August though, Matt, was for these good old, you know, motivated seller, broad match keywords that have done so well for so many years, are very predictable and very dependable. All of a sudden some weird things started to happen. And by weird, I mean, it was a bunch of different versions of people all of a sudden wanting to sell their boat for cash, sell mm -hmm. their car for cash, sell their, you know, old golf clubs for cash. All these weird non-house related searches started happening in a majority of the, of the campaigns we manage around the country. And Google won't tell you anything. I mean, you know, that it's like a black box. So I can, t I can just tell you that what we ended up concluding was that Google just changed their algorithm about these broad match keywords. And, and they did it without telling anybody. And what the effect was for somebody like you, Matt, anybody who was actually bidding on these so-called real estate keywords, mm -hmm was all of a sudden you started getting people calling you wanting to, wanting to sell their car or sell their golf clubs mm -hmm. or all these things that you know you have absolutely no interest in. And so what that means is, A, you got charged for a click that is completely useless to you, right? Mm -hmm. and, and B, you know, all of a sudden now your, you know, your, your campaign's not working as well as you, you're blowing through your budget you're getting fewer legitimate leads, uh, so your your true cost per lead is going way up. And I mean, it took us it took us a couple weeks to really 
become aware that this was happening across most of our campaigns all across the country. And then it took us another couple of weeks to fully stamp out all these weird little things that that, pe- that people were, you know, basically paying for that were utterly useless mm-hmm. because there were so many of these weird little buy this and buy that kind of keywords that, are, that these real estate ads started to appear for. And my point is, you've got to watch this stuff because even, I mean, we have a very good system for setting up these ads and monitoring them and whatnot. And it's, it still caught us by surprise. And it, it took some, some serious effort to figure out what was going on and to stop it and basically stop the bleeding with the money. Um, you know, so that these accounts could actually get back to doing what they're supposed to do. So this is just one little example about how Google will do something in the back end, even not anything as dramatic as taking away all the ads on the right-hand column, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty dramatic too, but little things that you might not even notice. And you're probably not surprised to hear that Google made this change in a way that benefited them, right? Mm-hmm. Because they don't get paid unless – they get paid by someone clicking these ads. Right. And so they have a vested interest in getting – generating as many clicks as possible. And so is it is it really a surprise they opened up their algorithm to create um, – to have your ads show more often for more things? No, it's not a surprise. Because right. that makes it much more likely that more clicks will happen and they'll make more money. So – it's, it's like uh, advertiser beware. Mm-hmm. You have to be very careful when you're, you know, when you're managing a campaign like this, that things like that don't, don't just slip out of control because I did the same thing you did 10 years ago I, when I was first managing my own campaigns. All of a sudden you look down and you spent three, four, five hundred, a thousand dollars or more in a single day and you haven't gotten a single lead. <laughs> or sale or whatever. Right. Oh my gosh. You know, I, and I, I could even tell you horror stories about guys who've blown through tens of thousands of dollars because they had a setting wrong in their Google AdWords account. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just t- terrible things can happen. Now, if you've got somebody who is the ultimate do-it-yourselfer who doesn't want to pay a company like mine to do it for them. Mm-hmm. And I will say this, Google has free education about their, about their system. You can, you can go and you can, they've even got courses on, on Google AdWords that you can take and you can sit through, um, and learn a lot that way. And you of course you can buy books and everything, but just be careful, be very careful as you do it. Got it. Got it. If someone wanted, if there was. Because there's always one out there, the ultimate do-it-yourselfer. <laughs> where where would they go to find that free education? Um, I, I don't know. You, you'd go to Google, of course, you know, and uh, just Google AdWords training, and and then go to Google's version of it because it's free. I mean, there are other ones. You know, you could you can buy right. this thing, but right. Google's is very good and it's free and it's it's. You know, if you really want to make sure you know it, then they've even got a way where you can take a little test at the end where, you know, you've got to pass it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or okay. it'll, tell you, it'll tell you how well you really understand it. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So Google it is the answer. Google it. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, for those that are like me, and I think this is probably for most of my audience that have no interest in doing this yourself or doing this ourselves, um, if they wanted to get in touch with you to discuss the possibility of you doing it for them, what would be the best way for them to do that? Um, well, you can you know you can go to our website, Lightmark Media, L I G H T M A R K M E D I A dot com, and uh, right up top, you know, there's a uh, I think the very first thing that you see is this uh, thing to see if your market is available because um, you know you this is the sort of thing where it's um, it's hard to do a really good job for multiple people in the same market. I mean, this is a tough question for a company like mine because not only is every market different, like, you know, in Los Angeles, we have more than one client, for example, right? That is a huge market. What is it, like 14 million, I think, or something? Um, There's a lot here, yeah. Yeah, so, so, you know, contrast that with, um, you know, Asheville, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. which has a couple hundred thousand people. Um, This is essentially, you know, unlike direct mail, um, there is a finite number of searches, of relevant, appropriate searches or searchers out there month after month after month. And so basically um, what we would figure out is, you know, whether someone's market was available. And and then once, once we know that it is, then we can do things like, do some data analysis and actually let somebody know like, Hey, okay. In, in this market in, um, Oklahoma city, we think PPC cost per lead would be, you know, about $125. And so you got to basically plan on spending about 2,500 bucks before you're going to put something under contract. Does that make sense for you? Yes or no. You know, but, um, we, we can help once we know where someone's actual market is. So yeah, go to go to the website. That's the best way. Okay. Um, cool. And then the little orange button. I just went there. There's a little boring orange button that says "Get a quote." Yeah, that that works too. Just I, I think that one. You just have to say, "Hey, I'm interested in PPC." You know, get back to me. Okay. And, uh, oh, you do a bunch of other things. You do SEO, social media, content marketing, web design, web development, branding, marketing support. You're the the whole enchilada, and I thought you're just a PPC guy. How sweet. No, we're the whole enchilada as long as you have a real estate or alternative investing or private capital kind of business. Like if you're a, a plumber or an electrician or, uh, you know, a dentist, you need to go somewhere else. But if you're in real estate, we can help. Okay, perfect. Awesome, Scott. Well, thank you so much for, for your time today. Thanks for sharing your, your wisdom. And uh, I think you did a great job of demonstrating that uh, you have a choice to make. Do you want to be in the real estate business or do you want to be in the PPC business? (laughs) There's a a lot involved in both, right? Yeah, there is. There is. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm I'm also happy to tell anybody, hey, here's what our fees are. Factor that in. You know, can you can you afford to pay somebody like me and pay Google and still get a you know get something under contract in a way that works for you right you know so right uh happy to have those conversations with anybody cool all righty well thanks again scott go to uh lightmarkmedia.com lightmarkmedia.com just like it sounds and on the home page is get a quote and then uh, you can also there's also a button right in the middle to see if your market is available 
And so that could probably streamline the process a little bit for you. But uh, if you have the chance, take uh, talk to Scott. He's really smart, and that's why I hired him for our business. And uh, talk to him, see if it makes sense for yours. Alrighty. So until next time, God bless to your success. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. You've been listening to Epic Real Estate Investing, the world's foremost authority on separating the facts from the BS in real estate investing education. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to visit iTunes and share your thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time here at Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.